When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to see which high-yield dividend stocks look attractive for the month of December. To me, a stock is attractive if it meets several quality criteria, and the forecasted future return is high enough to warrant an investment. There are no golden rules that would allow you to consistently pick the best-performing stocks, but the rule-based approach I practice in my personal investing is working out well for me, and I enjoy sharing this process with you. I'm not recommending that you invest in any of the dividend stocks that I am investing in, but I encourage you to listen to my stock selection process and borrow from it as you see fit. Today's top 10 list will be the 14 months that I have been sharing this list with you, which means I now have 13 months of performance to review how this strategy has worked out. The strategy has a 36.66% total return over this period of time, which equates to a 33.42% annualized rate of return. My target annual rate of return is 12%, so I have started out with quite a large cushion, and I know this annualized rate of return will decline in the future. A few excellent months towards the end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021 have really driven the returns to above average rates. While it's nice to enjoy these periods of strong growth, it's foolish to assume they will continue indefinitely, but I am optimistic that in the next 10 or 20 years, I will hit my 12% annualized rate of return target. My watchlist is performing in line with VYM, Vanguard's high-yield dividend ETF. Some months the watchlist beats VYM, and other months it finishes behind. But I believe in the long run this strategy will offer alpha over VYM, mainly because VYM has not sustained the 12% annualized rate of return in the past. Also, many of the high-yield dividend stocks from my watches offer more attractive dividend yields than VYM's dividend yield that hovers around 2.7%. The top 10 high-yield dividend stocks for December offer an average dividend yield of 3.49%, and all 10 of them trade for attractive prices based on dividend yield theory. So let's take a look at the selections for December, and then I'll dive more into past returns and the buy-and-hold strategy. Okay, there are four changes to the list this month. Broadcom, Intel, Lockheed, and Truist Financial drop off the top 10 list either due to not meeting the minimum criteria, or because they don't present the best opportunity right now. I'll explain more about the latter later. This means there are four new high-yield stocks to choose from this month, and they are Atmos Energy, Morgan Stanley, MT Bank, and Viacom CBS. Let's go through each of the top 10 high-yield dividend stocks one by one. First up we have Amgen, that is appearing on the watchlist for the 14th time, and is one of only three stocks that has been on the watchlist since the beginning. The company sports a healthy 3.46% dividend yield, and is potentially about 30% undervalued right now. Amgen's share price has declined about 17% since July of this year, with five consecutive months of negative returns. It's never easy to keep adding capital to a falling position, but I believe the company has a bright future, and the recent price dip allows me to dollar-cost average my position further. My five-year forecasted return for the stock is 16.2%. This is a combination of forecasted earnings growth combined with a return of fair valuation. I use these five-year return forecasts to identify the 10 best dividend stocks to invest in each month. Number 2 this month is Atmos Energy, that is appearing on the watchlist for the very first time. Atmos sports a decent 2.9% dividend yield, and appears to be about 28% undervalued right now. The company has an attractive payout ratio below 50%, and a solid 5-year dividend growth rate of 8.27%. My return forecast for the next 5 years is 16.74%. Number 3 this month is Darden Restaurants, that has been on the watchlist for 5 consecutive months now. Darden sports a good 3.1% dividend yield, and is potentially about 37% undervalued right now. The share price has declined a little over 8% during the last two months, which has pushed the dividend yield back above 3% today. I have been dollar-cost averaging into the stock since August, and I will continue to do so for as long as my strategy suggests it makes sense. 
My return forecast for the next 5 years is 42.17%, which is probably a bit exaggerated because of the high forecasted earnings growth, seeing how the company's earnings took a major hit during the pandemic. Number 4 this month is 3M Company, that is making its 14th appearance on the watchlist. They are the second stock that has appeared on every single watchlist thus far. The stock has a rather modest 10.64% total return over the last 13 months. Shares have declined nearly 15% during the last 6 months, but I think the stock is still a solid long-term play. It sports a good 3.36% dividend yield, and is potentially about 20% undervalued right now. My return forecast for the next 5 years is 15.83%, making 3M the smallest expected return to make the cut this month. Number 5 this month is Morgan Stanley, that returns to the watchlist after falling off in November. Interestingly enough, Morgan Stanley was on the August and October watchlist, but dropped off during September and November. And what's interesting is that the stock had positive returns in both August and October, while on the watchlist, and negative returns in September and November when it was not in the watchlist. Overall, it rocked a cool 15.7% return while on the watchlist, even though the trailing 4-month return is flat for the company. So the stock selection process worked out beautifully for this position, but since this doesn't always happen, I won't take too much credit. Morgan Stanley offers a decent 2.88% dividend yield, and is potentially about 34% undervalued right now. It has a very low payout ratio of about 22%, and a strong 5-year dividend growth rate of 20.55%, which is a rare combination to find for stocks on this watchlist. My return forecast for the next 5 years is 18.64%. Number 6 this month is MT Bank, that is making a return to the watchlist. It has appeared on the watchlist 8 times during the last 13 months, offering a total return of 30.53% while on the watchlist. The stock is up over 47% during the past 13 months, meaning that the buy and hold strategy has benefited more from this position than the watchlist itself. It sports a good 3.15% dividend yield, and is potentially about 32% undervalued right now. The company has a very low payout ratio of about 32%, and a solid 5-year dividend growth rate of 9.46%. My return forecast for the next 5 years is 24.87%. Number 7 this month is Principal Financial Group. That is the third stock that has been on the watchlist every single month since the beginning. It also has the second best total return of all the watchlist stocks, returning 83.62% to shareholders since November of last year. The company sports an attractive dividend yield of 3.61%, and is potentially about 3% overvalued, which to me is still within the fair value zone. It has a low payout ratio of about 37%, and a good 5-year dividend growth rate of 8.35%. My return forecast for the next 5 years is 19.44%. Number 8 this month is Philip Morris, that has been on the watchlist for the last 9 consecutive months. The stock has a total return of 6.25% during this time, but the main culprit of this weak return is a 15.5% decline during the last 3 months. It sports a very healthy 5.72% dividend yield, and appears to be about 9% undervalued right now. The company has a pretty low 5-year dividend growth rate of 3.22%, which is the lowest on this list, but investors are compensated with a more generous dividend yield in lieu of future dividend growth. My return forecast for the next 5 years is 19.86%. Number 9 this month is Restaurant Brands, that has been on the watchlist for the past 3 consecutive months. The stock has shed nearly 12% during this time, so it certainly entered the watchlist on a dip and I am building out my position as it continues to decline. The company sports a solid 3.71% dividend yield, and appears to be about 48% undervalued right now. They have a rather high payout ratio near 87%, but an excellent 5-year dividend growth rate of 36.43%. My return forecast for the next 5 years is 35.03%, which includes a large boost from the high potential undervaluation. And number 10 this month is Viacom CBS, that is appearing on the watchlist for just a second time. The stock was part of the original watchlist in November of 2020, and offered very strong returns through February of 2021. Since then it's been a downward spiral for the share price, and today it actually trades at a lower price than it did on November 1st of 2020. The company offers a decent 2.97% dividend yield, and is potentially about 82% undervalued right now. 
They have a very low payout ratio of about 20% and a solid 5-year dividend growth rate of 9.86%. I initiated my position in the stock during November of 2020 and held on while the share price rocketed up and plummeted down. And now I'll be adding to that position because the current valuation and forecasted return makes sense again. My return forecast for the next 5 years is 25.9%, which is primarily driven by the significant potential undervaluation right now. These are my top 10 high-yield dividend stocks for the month of December. Collectively, they offer a 3.49% dividend yield that beats the current dividend yield for VYM. The average return forecast for all 10 stocks is 23.47%, which is almost twice as high as my target rate of 12% per year. My return forecasts are just estimates, and I don't place too much emphasis on these 10 stocks actually hitting these numbers. I use these forecasts to identify the best opportunities right now, from the small group of quality dividend stocks that meet all my criteria. I think collectively these 10 stocks present a better opportunity going forward than the other 22 stocks that passed all my filters, and they should reward me with a higher total return over the next 5 years. I also intend on holding onto these positions for a long period of time, because a buy and hold investing approach is arguably the best dividend investing strategy. Let me switch over and talk about past results now. November was not a kind month to the stocks on my watch list, nor was it kind to VYM, and it was mainly the last few days of the month that erased all of the gains. VYM lost 2.31% in November. My watches lost 1.79%, beating VYM by 0.52%. All 10 of the chosen stocks for November were potentially undervalued or fairly valued, so there isn't a separate return for this subset this month. Year-to-date the watchlist is up 17.37%, and the fairly valued undervalued stocks are up 16.1%. Both are trailing VYM that is up 18.23%. The main reason for the underperformance versus VYM was October, when the watchlist lost to the benchmark by over 3%. Over the last 13 months, the watchlist has beaten VYM 6 times and trailed 7 times. Excluding October's results, it would be ahead of VYM. But months like October certainly do occur and may happen again. My overall hypothesis that this strategy can beat VYM in the long term still stands, and I will continue to use this strategy for my personal investing decisions. SPY lost 0.8% in November and finished nearly 1% ahead of the watchlist. Year-to-date, the watchlist is almost 6% behind SPY now, but beating SPY was never the goal and I think it would be very difficult to outperform SPY with a high-yield dividend strategy in the long term. Let's take a look at the individual returns for November to see which stocks were the drivers of Alpha over VYM. The best-performing stock during November was Broadcom with a 4.14% return. We also saw positive returns from Intel of 1.1%, Lockheed Martin with 1.14%, and Principal Financial Group with 3.17%. The remaining six selections for November finished the month with negative returns. The smallest loss came from restaurant brands that shed 1.08%, Amgen lost 3.09%, 3M lost 4.05%, Darden lost 4.29%, Truist lost 5.85%, and Philip Morris was the worst pick, losing 9.1%. While a negative return for the month is bad, it's nice to generate a little alpha over VYM. And anytime the market drops, it presents us with a better opportunity going forward, for both new capital and to reinvest dividends. The best performing stock on the watchlist is still BMO, with a 97.7% return over 10 months. Number 2 is Principal Financial Group, with an 83.62% return over 13 months. And number 3 is Toronto Dominion Bank, with an 83.15% return over 10 months. In total, there have been 49 unique stocks that have made their way through the watchlist during the last 13 months. All 49 of these stocks are sitting in the mock buy and hold portfolio I have been tracking since November of 2020. The premise to a buy and hold investing approach is simple. You buy shares of stock and hold your position for a very long time, ideally forever. In my mock portfolio, I track how this investing strategy would work with buying the top listed stocks from each month's watch list. This mock portfolio lost 2.95% in November, which is a worse return than VYM. However, on a year-to-date basis, it remains almost level with the benchmark, with an 18.21% return versus 18.23% for VYM. 
The same buy and hold strategy but only using the fairly valued and undervalued stocks lost 2.86% in November and is 0.44% behind VYM on the year. Both mock buy and hold portfolios are actually beating the individual watchlist returns and tracking VYM quite nicely. I believe in the long term they will too generate alpha over VYM. Because unlike the monthly watches, returns for the buy and hold portfolios are smoothed out due to the higher number of holdings. Thank you for joining me today. If you'd like to consume this content in a video format, you are welcome to visit my YouTube channel. Just search for Long Acres Finance on YouTube and you'll find more of me. If you'd like to reach me directly, you can do so by emailing me at longacresfinance at gmail.com. If you would like to support this channel, you can do so on Patreon and unlock the additional benefits offered there. Thank you for being here and have a wonderful day.